This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. To find out more, please visit classicalconversations.com. Cross-politic begins in three, two, one. I'm a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is King of Kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to His Lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I didn't start it. Sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right When the Spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic. Thank you for joining us. That's good coffee, it's man. Been, it's been it's good coffee. It's so good Thank to be with you guys you. in the studio. Uh, it is good. Been a while. Yeah. Has uh, it? Yeah. Mm. No one else knows. <laughs> but for us, they do it's, now. Been, it's mm. been a couple weeks. They, they, they know now. It's how we roll. I went yeah. to Texas. Uh, the promised land. Uh-huh. Just saying. Yeah. Now you know. Don't mess with Texas. Yes. Thank you. Tee it up. Mm. Hey, guys. So, so June. good. It's so is good. It? Coffee. Good. Coffee. I'm just saying coffee is good. And this coffee it's, yeah. it's is good. really good. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. Praise th- God. Thank you, man. Thanks you know what? I think what people should do is they should sample your coffee. But they can't do it through the television or through the monitor or in their cell phone. But they could be drinking. They could get it from the website, The though. same coffee that you made us this morning. You could have... At your house, yeah, cross yeah. politic coffee and we, is available. And I mean, we, had guys, some, we had some good orders this last week too. Did we? Actually, yeah, that's we great. So yeah. other people are experiencing that post millennialism. Then uh-huh, you know that's sovereignty rose. That's sovereignty rose. You, know, that's you, know, you, like, mm, you guys think I'm good at making well, coffee, but we'll take over the world for Jesus. It's just the coffee. Yeah. It's, the it's just the coffee. We'll take hey, dominion. Hey, so speaking of kind of like our coffee and everything, June's a special month for us. Okay, I know Father's Father's Day was last week. Okay, um, but uh, we also um, it's my birthday. Like uh uh literally the Saturday yesterday. <laughs> All right, I'll give okay. you another and one. Then, and then hold on. And then it's my wife's thank you. Amen. You Amen. And it's my wife's birthday this month too. And so there's just so many reasons why people should go and sign up on our club membership right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what this like, is leading like, up to. Uh, Father's Day uh, gift. You know, my wife's birthday. Okay. My birthday. All right. So yep, let's just, gotta, just, just real quick reminder. Yep. Hey, if yep. you're not a member of Cross Politic, what's wrong with you? Mm. Okay, um, because everybody got their club kit. Yeah, this, if you're a member, month. you yeah. you should you should have gotten in the mail if you did not get your club it, it, kit in the mail while supplies last. Because we're starting to get some we're starting to get limited Uh-oh. on that. We're, we're sending them out. So so jump in on this now. You get a copy of my worldview guide for Moby Dick, and yes. you get food for thought by Pastor Chef Frenchman Francis Fukushan. Yep. Um, meditations, reflections. Don't on, go another Sabbath without this book, uh, man. I'm and, telling and, you. And, and put a little note when you sign up. Happy birthday, Gabe and Annie. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and um, and and maybe some other goodies. I don't know. Yeah. Just, what would we do? Oh, we give them ten percent off off in our store. Ten percent off in our in our store. Does that apply to the coffee? No, it doesn't. Oh, everything but the coffee. Because the coffee is really because <laughs> it's, <good. laughs> it's oh. not tied to me. You, and you guys got to check out our our merch store. I just uploaded. Um, aprons, fight, laugh, feast, aprons in our merch store. Man. Guys, you want them grill aprons? Yeah. Uh oh. I mean, fight, laugh, feast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. So they're man aprons. 
I, I, they're black and and they got a white logo, so <laughs> I, I, they go either way. You, okay, guys, I want to play a game. Yes, let's do let's this. Do I want to play a little game. I absolutely want to drive past the Toby nuts. Oh no! <laughs> hey. and, and so, that's hard. That's hard to do. Uh, it is hard to do because he's a patient. He, he man. does a lot of counseling. He, I know he's heard a lot of stuff. <laughs> Stop you know, it! He's got kids, so you know what I'm saying. Like he's had yeah. to grow. You know, and I got really good coffee. He's right got really now, good coffee. So I'm, I'm really you know, mellow. He's, he's really so, mellow. So, yeah. so, uh, so uh, there's a there's a joke in Texas. Um, there's you guys know Aggie jokes. You ever heard Aggie jokes? Mm. Aggie jokes like they're they're kind of like uh, Texas A&M Aggies. Okay. Kind of like blonde jokes a little bit. So okay. poor poor Aggies. They kind of okay. got named. And they said, how do you drive a man crazy? You put him in a round room and tell him to go sit in the corner. Badoom. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're going to do this to Toby. All right. All right. We're, we're going to drive him crazy. How so, are we going to do this? So everybody is already aware, probably know about the Andy Stanley sermon. He did a sermon series called Aftermath, where his whole goal was to try and rescue people who are coming to the Christian faith or who have left the Christian faith from giving up the Bible. So that's his goal. He wants to try and help people not try, give up their Bible. Try to keep the Bible. Trying to keep the Bible try and keep, keep the them Bible. anchored inside of the Christian faith. So he came okay. up with the sermon series called The Aftermath. Okay. And in the sermon series, he basically, everybody's heard this already. It's already going around the internet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's out there. He yeah. tries to unhitch the Christian faith from the Old Testament. What? <laughs> it's like Thomas Jefferson 2.0. Yeah. And, 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 but what, he, but he, what he's actually doing is unhitching Christianity from Christianity, yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. And so one of the I'm gonna I'm gonna play a few clips, and you just tell me like if you guys see him start to turn red, then you know <laughs> here we go. But I, I want to start off with this. This is one of the clips that he has, and he says that there wasn't a whole lot of grace in the Old Testament. See, when you read the Old Testament, when you read the Old Covenant, when you read the story of Israel, when you read the prophets of Israel, you don't see much of this. It's I will if you will. I will if you will. I will if you will. That was God's contract with the nation. You all right? Okay. You good? That, that, that don't bother a, you so much? I mean, it's, it's a master it, to servant. It, I will if you will. It's completely wrong. Yeah. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall have no other gods before me. He's not saying. That's not gracious. That's I will if you will. No. No. That's no. That, that is grace. It's actually I did. So will you. Mm. I, I have done. So I, will you? I've delivered you. you know, I've delivered you. You know what I thought about? Genesis. Which which part? Right after they sinned and he didn't kill them yeah, right? on the spot. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you eat of this fruit, you will die. You will surely yeah. die. And, and, then, and uh, then the proto-euangelion. Right. And the, the first it, promise of the gospel. Right. I'm going to crush the seed of the serpent, that, the seed of the woman. And here, let me kill some animals and clothe you and cover your shame. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, and there's a promise of someone who's going to come and yeah, do this better. Right? They they hoped for that, right? right. That was yeah. That's uh, all mm, grace. Mm, uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, all grace. Um, here goes another one. Uh oh. Your Old Testament, their law and prophets was specific. God loves the Jews more than He loves anybody else in the world, and an enemy of the Jews is an enemy of God. This is why when you read the Psalms, it's a little confusing. On one hand, God is good and God is great and I love God and it's awesome. And then it's like, and kill my enemies and I hope their crops die and their children, you know, it's like, whoa, where, 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 David, you know, what's up, man? You know, you forget your medication. That is, that is so irreverent. <laughs> I'm just watching, I'm, yeah. I don't even care about what's going on with the clip. I'm just watching Pastor Toby sitting here and be like, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you start? Uh, uh, he's where, basically kind of almost mocking God's word a little De Deuteronomy bit. Deuteronomy also says that I did not choose you because you were special. 
from all the nations. You were not special. You were not smart. You were not great. You were the littlest. <laughs> and I chose you. That's right. Oh, man, where do you start? Well, I, I, his tone kind of bothers me a little oh, bit, yeah. how he's kind of mocking yeah. David. Yeah. What does he do with and Revelation? Medi- medication? The book of I was, Revelation? I was just thinking the exact same what thing. What does he do with the book of Revelation? He's going to spew them out. Right. Like, there's all kinds right. of... I'm coming for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to remove your lampstand. And then, and, and then throughout the book, I mean, Jesus is pictured as a, he's going to war. He's mm-hmm. going to trample his enemies. Yep. Yep. He's going to bathe in their blood. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. There's more. Even though it means letting go of and setting aside the traditions, the scripture that we grew up with. It took him 20 years, but Peter finally figured out that Christianity was not Judaism 2.0. This was not an add-on. It was a stand alone, say goodbye to the past new. <laughs> oh, man. But, but that, was always, that was always the promise, right? Abraham. I will make you a father of many nations. Right. Um, it was, Galatians says that you are now children of Abraham by faith. Yeah. Jesus said, I did not come to destroy the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. Right. I'm trying to bring out as much clips as I can because I want to build the context to this. Okay. Where he's going. Now, remember, he's doing this. Remember his intentions. He's doing this because what he wants to do is people are having, a, they go to their Bibles and they get this book. And he says early in the sermon, they get this book and they're like, you know, what do I do with this? You know, and he's trying to help them that the Old Testament and the New Testament are radically different. So don't throw your Bible away because of the fact that your Old Testament gives you some things that's hard to deal with. Right. And so this is all this is coming to the point where he's going to Antioch. Right. He's going to say, listen, when it came to the Gentiles, it was a different setup than it was in the Old Testament. What 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 this is how what a big deal this is. What comes next? defines your relationship with over half your English Bible, if you own a Bible and if you take the Bible seriously. And here's what James says. This is, this is extraordinary. Instead, we should write them. Instead of telling them they have to be circumcised and keep the whole law of Moses, they have to be Jewish to be Christian. Instead, we should write to them, telling them, that Christians in Antioch, here's what they gotta do. Abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality and from the meat of strangled animals and from blood. What? What? Yeah, this is what we're going to tell them. This will help them. This is going to sort of, this is going to solve the problem. Tell them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals and from blood. Now, it looks like when you first read this that he's kind of cherry picking from the law of Moses. Like, okay, they don't have to do all 600, but um, let's just give them a few. First, first he's quoting from the Old Testament. So, so the um, the apostles in Jerusalem, when they're writing that letter, they're quoting the Old Testament, right? In, um, uh, Leviticus eighteen nineteen. That's right, right. Uh, and then, uh, secondly, um, uh, he's giving them exactly the details coming from the law. Right, right, right. And so, okay. And so, then, he, secondly, when Jesus says, um, "Love your neighbors yourself," you know, love God, love your neighbor. That's the law. He, that's the law. He's summarizing the law. And Anley, Anley Stanley, I, I did it. Did I did that. it. Anley Stanley, Andy, <laughs> Andy Stanley, um, is kind of almost. Um, he kind of almost takes a jab at that. You don't have to do all six hundred parts of the law. He's they're just narrowing it down to to this in Acts chapter uh, fifteen, right? Yeah, they they removed it from the people who are but, coming to the to the right, gospels, coming right, to Jesus, right? Right. His point is they're removing these laws from people who are coming, the Gentiles, yep. so that they won't make it difficult for them to come in. He even right. goes so far to say this. 
Why would James suggest they send that particular message to Gentile Christians? This is so important. Those imperatives had nothing to do with keeping the law of Moses. As he quotes, it's few times that I get a chance to silence Pastor Toby. And right now, his head is glitching. His head is uh, 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 because it's a tangled mess. And this is what happens when you try and separate this. I mean, this oh is my goodness. this is what happens when you try and separate your Bible, right? Nothing the, the, to do with keeping the law, of right? Moses. And it just so happens, though, because James, Peter, John, those guys are steeped in Old Testament scriptures. Yep. It's because of that that they're able to say, "Well, how do we handle the situation with people who are among us, who are part of us, without having to keep our customs?" Oh, guess what? The law of Moses has an answer for that. When travelers yeah, and guests right. are among you, Leviticus. See, this is why you right. need le- to read Leviticus 17, 18. Read all 18, of the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. 18, 19, uh, 17, 18, I thought. Anyway, okay. we'll argue about that later. It's in Leviticus. Yeah. Read the book of Leviticus because if you're saturated in Leviticus, when you read the New Testament and you see the New Testament church working through a fulfillment of Jesus, right? Fulfillment of the law through Jesus. Right. You're able to pick up on, oh, Jesus fulfilled this. So no sexual immorality. Here's my practical application of the fulfillment of Jesus Christ, right? Uh, don't, don't participate don't, with idols. Don't participate in idols. And, and then guess what? Be morally. Well, how do I know what sexual morality is? How do I understand what that is? Because if you're just using the New Testament, then bestiality is fine. Right? Like, how do you understand what sexual morality is? How do you understand what faithfulness is? You don't, you don't have that understanding apart from getting the definitions from, from the Old Testament scripture. So. The problem is Andy is unhitching himself from the Old Testament scriptures that he can't even see it in the New Testament. He's, un- he's unhitching himself from the Bible. <laughs> that, that's, that's, wow. that's the yeah. end of this path. The end, the end yeah. of this well, path is you have no Bible left. Yeah, th- well, that's exactly what's coming. And do you know what the Apostle Paul consistently tied sexual behavior to? Not the Old Covenant, not the Ten Commandments, the one commandment that Jesus gave us that you are to treat others as God through Christ has treated you. So when Paul talked about relationships, he said stuff like this. In your relationships to one another, in your relationships with one another, have the same attitude as Christ Jesus. Any questions? Kind of covers it, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. (laughs) That doesn't answer anything. Oh, so... That mm. that just creates more moral confusion. So do you think... think, Where is he going with this? Mm. The Old Covenant... The Old Covenant Law of Moses was not the go-to source regarding sexual behavior in the church. More importantly, (laughs) and perhaps more disturbingly, if that's a word, or offensively, the Old Testament, or the Law and the Prophets, as they called it, was not going to be the go-to source for any behavior in the church. (laughs) Oh, man. Mm. Mm. You have no New Testament without the Old Testament. Oh, well, man. hold on, because we're gonna right. go to a break. But before we do, uh, I want to get one. I want to get. I want to get one more clip there. Just one more again. Oh no, Peter, James, Paul elected to unhitch the Christian faith from their Jewish scriptures. And my friends, we must as well. And I'll tell you why. It's actually the same reason they did. Because we must not make it difficult for those Gentiles. Who are turning to God. Right. On that note. <laughs> so to hear Pastor Toby's response, <laughs> stick around. Because when we come back, I want an earful from you. Do I got a few things I want to say too. Do you have one of those air, airbags? <laughs> I mean, where, where, like, Marsh bags? Like, where, where, like, they have those in the airplanes, you know? 
We need a studio bag. So, when we come back, I, I, I really want to give him a fair shake and I want to work through some I was of this. having a good day. <laughs> I was having a really good day. I'm sorry, man. Really, at the end of the day, we want our kids to have an amazing education. But we are sending our children into this world. And we want our kids to be able to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with this world and be able to defend their faith. CC really, really, really helps you to get that foundation. I love that they are getting, um, they have a safe place to explore their faith and that that biblical worldview is being reinforced. What we're doing at home is what's happening in the classroom. How important is it to you um, to be involved in your child's education? How important is it to you to um, instill your values in your child? How important is it to you to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than you? How important is it to you to have your child be a part of something that's a, just a little bit bigger than them? Everything that I wanted for my children's education, every question I asked, Classical Conversations was the answer. Well, CrossPolitik has a new sponsor. Who, you might be asking? Decree Design. Decree Design is a graphic design and web development company that serves your business by helping you speak clearly through visual representation. Serving 90 plus businesses in logo design, print design, brand strategy, web development, and more. Decree Design has a skill and personal touch to customize a package specifically catered to your needs of your business, great or small, and provide personal assistance every step of the way. Whether you're a well-established real estate broker or entrepreneur getting your business off the ground, Decree Design will help your company's visual presence speak clarity and truth. For more information, please visit decreedesign.co or schedule a consultation with Joe at decreedesign.com. Yeah. Joe at decreedesign.com. Hey, and tell them Cross Politics sent you. Can you some of that coffee? Oh, so good. Can I smoke? Go ahead. Yeah, on, the, on the podcast, yeah. Okay, I was making sure. Yeah, stay uh, on BTV. Okay. Welcome back to Cross Politics. <laughs> I am sorry. I've done my job. Yeah. I'm I, done. I am sorry. I am sorry. I your ears are. I, I mean, do you feel? Do you feel tickled or bleeding? I'm, <laughs> are your oh, ears tickled or bleeding? You know, I mean, you know, people like this exist, mm. Mm, and mm, mm. and and yet it's uh, it's so so it's so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, when they when they actually say that and and they and they and you and you hear it and you think and I know this guy I mean um, Stanley's got this a pretty large following thirty six thousand people I've, every week you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something to you yeah I've got one of his books yeah I do what I have, I have a book it's um. Um, not by his father. Is it's, that sticky a, sticky churches? Or no, no, no. It's a it's a like a preaching teaching book. It's about preaching. Um, uh, uh, speak, oh. speaking for change or something like that. Or or um, is it propping up your coffee table? Has the word change in it? I, I, Might I, need a new job, man. <laughs> um, I, I um I can't remember what it's, but it's a it's a preaching book. Has the word change in it? But um, <laughs> and uh, hope is Obama in there? Vi Visioneering. No. Next generation I just, leader. I just want, no. I just want, real quick, but, I want to recap this for you before but, you go. Oh, communication I, 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 for a change. That's the one. There yeah, I, I want you. To, I want to recap this for you. Peter, James, Paul elected to unhitch the Christian faith. From there 
Jewish scriptures. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've uh, ever heard. Man, I award uh, you it. no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, 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 now, now I have to smoke. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Andy Stanley has driven me to smoking. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> He's uh, causing you to stumble. Oh, man. He's not um, loving you. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? Here's <laughs> the thing, though. I mean, like, oh, there's so many things. Yeah. But, but you. <laughs> Toby's having a hard time even even trying to pick one thing. <laughs> well, and part of part of this part Stop. of this we've we've gotten the the oh, church to this point where no one can even like well, hold them accountability. No one's calling them this out. Is, this so. is why Christians in politics they don't understand it, right? Because they don't understand God's law, God's standard. The, 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 this this is a huge part of that, and the reason that a lot of people don't have a problem with this because a lot of people play one clip, but they didn't understand the totality of the sermon was really bad. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. They only kind of hit on one area, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And it was like, guys, he said there was no grace in the Old Testament. I just want to let you know there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of this. If there wasn't a whole lot of grace in the Old Testament, then we're in trouble mm. because Jesus yeah. is the fulfillment of those things. <laughs> yeah. So if there's not a whole lot of grace in the Old Testament, right. there ain't a whole lot of grace in Jesus. Right. Yeah. You, you can't that, separate that, those two. That's what I'm saying. He's he is throwing <laughs> out the Bible. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He, he right. is throwing out the Bible the because very thing. Jesus yeah. says, "Yeah, I I have come." I mean, he Luke 24 on the road to Emmaus, he walks the disciples through Moses and the law and the prophets. That's right. And that's right. heart burn within them. Right? All about what was it all about? Yeah. How the Messiah had to come, suffer, die, and rise again the third day. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the really sad thing too is, I mean, so he's, I mean, he is, he is, so in the name of welcoming people who have difficulty with the Bible, he is ensuring that they will not know Jesus. Right. Exactly. He is ensuring that they will not, I mean, that he is, he, I mean, he's unhitching his church from Christ. Yeah. And, and then the, the other thing is, I mean, um, he, the law, the whole law thing, I mean, you don't, you don't solve the problem by saying love. Yeah. Right, 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 you, right, you right. You can't, you can't evacuate love of meaning and then, and then allow for love to have mean something good. Yeah, I mean, the Bible defines love as keeping the law of God. Right. Um. This is. That's I'm gonna, right. Here's here's the New Testament for you, Andy Stanley. <laughs> um, listen to this. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. You are making God's commandments grievous. Oh, man. Yeah. And so you are throwing out the love of God. Right. Mm. That's what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. You, you are throwing out the love of God. Here's the other thing. He defined love as the way we have been loved in Christ. Okay. Right. Fine. Yeah. How have we been loved in Christ? Yeah. What does that look like? What, what does that mean? Yeah. It means... The fulfillment. It means that on the cross... Jesus was condemned for the law we had broken. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Our sin, which is by definition the breaking of God's law. Yeah. Yeah. That was condemned in the flesh of Jesus on the cross. What the law could not do. Yeah. God did by condemning our sin in the blood in the flesh of Jesus on the cross. That's Romans 8. Yeah. But the the way that God loved us is not this bland, emotional, sentimental blah. Right. It actually has some teeth. It's 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 got it's defined. It's defined. Yeah. It's not it's not um Well he defines it. He defines it like this. 
that the foundation of the faith of the early Christians was not a book. They didn't have one. It wasn't the Bible. There wasn't one. It wasn't the old covenant or what we call the Old Testament or what they called the law and the prophets um, because that had nothing that, that, you know, didn't tell the story of Jesus. But hang on here. Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired. Yeah. And give them for well, reproof, well, for again, doctrine. Well, what is all scripture there? Well, don't forget that Jesus said, had you had known who Moses was, mm-hmm. you would know who I am. Right. He's anchored himself absolutely in the law right. and the prop, like right. the Torah. He's anchoring right. himself in yeah, there, right? right. Yeah. So, so if you know that, you know who I am. And remember, another thing, my wife, we were listening to this as I was editing. My wife said, how does he deal with Nicodemus? Right. Because he expects Nicodemus to understand the new birth. Right. You're and a teacher of right. the law. You're a teacher yep. of the what? And you don't know. A teacher of the what? Yep. A teacher of the law. And you don't n- understand these things? Yep. You don't know these things? You need things? to be born again? You, you don't understand yeah. rebirth? That's right. Right. You should know you these should things. You should know yeah. these things. Like, and I go back to Luke 24 again. Jesus said, do you not know the scriptures? Right. Right. Do you not know the yep. scriptures? Uh, and, uh, oh, man. So there is a, one of the things, I posted some of this stuff on Twitter, and it, I think people already knew about yeah. it and just kind of yeah. blew up and went crazy. Yeah. And there's a, there's a part of me that, that goes a little bit nuts. I worked in a discernment ministry for a long time, and it becomes very good entertainment <laughs> to find clips that people yeah. can all piggyback on and punch. Right. There's, it's right? it's there's, easy to feed the outrage machine. Yeah, it, it, it really is because people, Twitter, the, Facebook, there's a, Instagram. There's a standing outrage monster and just feed they it. They just need yeah, that. Blood in the it's water. It's designed for that. Here come right? the sharks. That's why Trump does so well. Yeah. Okay, he knows how to feed the beast. Yeah, you know. And so when I posted this, it kind of went bonkers. I was like, "Oh wow!" And and even though I disagree with Andy Stanley, I started to see comments that came from this that I was like, "Oh, maybe I should give Andy a warning. People are coming after him." Hey, Andy, get the people out your house. Yeah, I think they want to eat your kids. You know, you know, you know, you, you're right. like if you're watching Holyfield and right. Mike Tyson, you're like, man, I really want Mike Tyson to beat him. And Mike Tyson's talking trash. And you're like, yeah, beat him, Mike Tyson. I think I want to eat his kids. And you're like, whoa, dude, <laughs> whoa, whoa, chill out, dude. man. Overboard. I want Overboard. you to knock him out, but I don't want you. And so I I'll watch. just bite his ear instead. Right. <laughs> I eat his ear. I eat his ear. Yeah, right. it, was, it was delicious. That's it was good. Delicious. I, I love that. I, I didn't love know that. you could do Mike that's Tyson. That's so good, man. You should have done that when we had the comedian on the show. I know. I don't do it very well, but but that's kind of what it is. You know, I see this and I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm angry with it, but at the same time, I don't want to be the shock jock like, oh, wow. Right. Well, you can respond to this in, in, in an inchoate way. Just like, I mean, he's he's saying irrational things. Right. They do not make sense. But if you respond in irrationality, even if it's irrational fury, rage, anger, outrage, right. you can, yeah. I mean, you're just doing what he's doing on the other Other, side. Exactly. And we've got plenty of that going on in our country. That's not a solution. The solution is not just, you know, let's be louder and crankier and fussier. Yeah. Um, we need to articulate, okay, this is wrong. It's just not true. He's telling lies. Oh, absolutely. And and he's doing exactly what he doesn't want to do. He says, we don't want to make it difficult for those who are coming to Jesus. right? Right. But then what he ends up doing is just in the whole Old Testament, making it difficult. If you open up your New Testament Bible and start reading at Matthew, right. you have a genealogy. You're right. like, who are these people? Right. Why do they even matter? Right. Why is this even important? Matthew is not unhitching. He's hitching. He's, he's yeah. connecting. He's absolutely Luke connecting. Luke does the same thing. He said, yeah. just in case you didn't get it in Matthew. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you get to Luke and he's like, oh, he's doing it too. Yeah. Right. Luke is hitching the gospel yeah. to the Old Testament. That's, yeah. that's right. right. That's right. So at Antioch, though, at Antioch, are they unhitching something or are they hitching too? Because if you look at it the way he's telling it and the way that most American evangelicalism does this, especially in dispensational circles, right? Right. 
you get this kind of like Old Testament, New Testament. That was right. for those people at that time under that covenant, right? right. right? And God, so God was a little crankier. But, yeah, but yeah. Here, you know? here's so th- this is the deal, and that's why what makes some of what he's saying um, deceptively, uh, it can sound like it might be kind of right. Right, right. Because it is true that there was a Judaizing controversy going on in the early church, which was a question of do Gentiles have to become Jews and keep all of the Jewish ceremonial right. law and so forth? And the answer was no. Right. But the answer was no because of what the Old Testament said. It was in the law. The answer was, was in the law. already in the Old Testament. Um, in the Old Testament, there were lots of non-Jews who worshipped God already. Well, right. yeah, and, and don't forget, too. You didn't have to become a Jew to be to be saved in the Old Covenant. The, the New Testament coming, which is Pentecost, was a prophecy from Joel. Yep. So Peter is saying, hey, guys, this is remember that that was prophesied right. in your Old Testament? Yeah. Right. What you see, these aren't drunk guys. Right. This is the prophecy and the fulfillment right. of what you know is that that's coming. Right. There is there were certain things that were surprising to the Jews. Sure. And and but they, why? But it was but it was they and they they were some Jews who had it fixed in their mind that that there was going to be a certain form of the Jewish nation yeah. that was yeah. going to continue. This is and, first, and, and a certain form of the Messiah, and, what the and, Messiah and was going to look like. And that was yeah. um that was um, rejected, right? But it was a misunderstding. Yeah, it wasn't right. like they were reading their Old Testament Bibles correctly, right? Right. Jesus comes and says, "No, you've been reading it wrong. Yeah. Right. If you read it rightly, you would see. These you things. will see that it's pointing to me. Yep. And you will yep. see that it was pointing to all the Gentiles coming in. Yep. And so the apostles were reading the Old Testament. Yep. To understand how the Gentiles came in. Yep. And and so and then on that basis, saying here oh, here is the those. here are the standards that the Gentiles must right. keep. Um, the sexual morality, um, not uh, worshiping idols, yeah. um, and these and these things, and that's what they're doing. And Paul, Paul, part of the reason with Paul too, he's saying in First Corinthians ten or is is it ten? He's telling them not to be arrogant, right? Like he yeah. said, because you'll he, miss it. He says these things were written for us. That's yes, right. right. They that's were written right. for us. That's they right. are lessons for they're us. They're a cloud of witnesses. He, he says. Yeah. He says you have spiritual food. They had spiritual that's food. Right. They they had they, they were baptized. I'm sorry, it's Romans. That's say First Corinthians. No, it's, it's First Corinthians. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's, that he's, word he's, have I hit in my heart? You know what I'm saying? It's so hidden. It just comes out. It's like there. You know what I'm saying? He says. He says they were baptized in in the cloud in the sea. They ate the spiritual food. They drank from the spiritual drink, and that the rock that followed them was Christ. That's right. That's right. Christ was in the wilderness yeah. with Israel. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's it, right. <laughs> it, but, Jesus. Uh, but here's here's the thing is all our categories are messed up. And this is why we jump on the show up and down on the show so much. about We covenant. jump on the show. We jump on the show. Um, uh, <laughs> we jump up and down on the covenant on right. the show. Because right. you don't have any categorical understanding of understanding what it means to be a son of God. What it means to be a servant. That's right. What it means to be an enemy of God. See, that's why he's all jumbled with David. Yeah. Because because in the in the Old Testament the Israelites were the sons and daughters of God they were the, yeah. they were the sons of of, of of the Father and within that framework the servants the Gentiles could be servants of God within that framework yeah. and they could worship God as Gentiles and not be fully Jews yeah but they weren't they weren't full sons and daughters of God they weren't adopted into the covenant in the same way right. that Israel was and here's the thing though I mean you can't like I said this earlier you can't evacuate love. You can't evacuate the New Testament of the Old Testament and end up with, I mean, you end up with no skeleton left. Yeah. It's the yeah, skeleton right. uh, of, of the, it's the structure of the New Testament um, ethic. Um, yeah. and, and, and just the understanding, you can't just say love. Well, well what's love? Right. Well, as soon as you evacuate God's standards, yeah. 
man standard comes rushing in. Right, it rests right. And so what? Yeah. what's his, his, I mean, I don't know what you're thinking, but I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, isn't, is Andy Stanley about to um, uh, condone homosexuality? Oh, I think that's, he's, I think, I, this is said. exactly where it's yeah. going. Because here's, here's something I was thinking about. So let's talk about this. We have Jew and Gentile, right? Right. There isn't another side on this Gentile. It's just Gentiles. This is all Gentiles. Right. Jew, all Jew. There's not, it's just Jew, right? right. Okay. Okay. Um, when he's talking about they decided to unhitch and then we should also do the same. Right. What are we unhitching? Because we already got, if, if you unhitched it, it's unhitched. Right. You're not, right? conne- you're not connected to anything. So then what is it he wants us to do the same? To, what else do we need to unhitch that he's asking for? Right. You know what I'm saying? If it, if, if it was done already, what, are, what else do we need to unhitch as Gentiles for other Gentiles to come right. in? They don't have, is anybody arguing that a Gentile needs to commit uh, circumcision on themselves right now? No. Is anybody? What is it he's trying to get us to unhitch? Right. As Gentiles, that's what they're arguing. It's already next. done. If if yeah. you put it in the context where the law is fulfilled already, right, 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 and then there's nothing else that we need to be doing. This isn't an issue, right? There's there's no Christians walking around saying, "Hey, you know what you need to do right now? You need to go find a temple, grab a dove, and sacrifice it." Right. No. Right. No, but we do have Christians saying things like, "You need to repent of uh, your adultery." Yeah, and you need to yeah. repent of your homosexuality. Yeah, and and that's what I think he's unhitching. Well, yeah, I think part of it is right now he's seeing that there's no way to marriage homosexuality and the Bible. Right, right. and so what he has to do is cut off. Have it. But the the truth is, is that the New Testament <laughs> is only quoting so much of the Old Testament. Right. He's repeating it, right. the fulfillment of it. But, and that's my point is those is what happens is is that the man the the law of man will always there's. Yeah. It will always take the place, and yeah. so what? What that always entails then is tyranny. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I get to. You're going to get. You're going to get the tyranny because then who gets to decide what love is? That's right. And right. and who, like Andy Stanley, does he get to decide? Well, part of it. How, how do you know? How do you know if you're loving your neighbor as yourself? If you say, "I like to sodomize other men," yeah. well, this is what he says about that. Those imperatives had everything to do with keeping the peace in the church. He was asking these new Gentile believers to make some dietary concessions for the sake of unity in the church. See, here's the deal. So let's just say for a second that I hold his premise and he's right. Okay, well, how do you keep unity in the church? Oh, you use the law of God to do it. Right. Right. There have to be standards for unity. Right. Right. But what he's really trying to do is he's trying to say, guys, for the sake of unity, the things that you hold to. Right that are tradition based inside of Christianity. He's not actually trying to do this with Old Testament. He's actually going to say our own form of Christianity has turned into that of the Old Testament. And so we need to morph and change. And change for the purpose of inviting them in. And just let those pedophiles come on in. Well, no, 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 not yet. That's not about 100 years from now. But right now, homosexuality is first. It's not going to be 100 years. Well, one of the things that's underlying all this is the theology that man is not inherently sinful. That right. we're not born oh, in yeah. sin, right? I think, right? I think there's. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, yeah. and so he's trying to, you know, man is generally good, and that's why we can yeah, better, we can understand yeah. what love kind of means without the right. context of the Old Testament scriptures. Yeah. Before we go, I, I want to do something real yeah. quick. Before we go, what does this produce? Because this isn't new. Andy Stanley, as much as we're kind of harping on him about it, guys, I've been hearing this inside of Christianity for a long time, either sure. even light versions of this. Oh. Hey, that's well, Old Testament. Those people at that time under that covenant, that's what 
for them. You well, need there to, was a there was a heretic named Marcion. Yeah, that's right. In, yeah, in, right. in the second, second century, century, that's right. Yeah. Who said this? Yeah. So hey, welcome to the club, Andy Stanley. So yeah, you, the heretic <laughs> club, yeah. Marcion two point oh. Yeah, yeah. This is an uh, this is it's modified. This is much closer than even Marcionism, right? Because he's he's giving himself a place where he can say, oh, if I'm going to be called a heretic, I'm kind of step back here. That's not what I meant. Well, what did you say? Right. Right. <laughs> like, and that, so. I'm a little concerned. I don't want to call him that yet, but I think he's definitely in that camp. I um, think he's going that way. I think he because that's anyway, why when this, when this the, podcast drops, tag and the Andy. We'd Stanley. love to have him yeah. on. Yeah, we'd love to have him I'd on. I'd like to talk to him about Absolutely. what. He, but ultimately, yeah. I saw this and I'm like, you know what? This creates a very weak Christianity, right? This this creates if we when I started understanding God's law and understanding in light of the gospel, um, I, I started realizing that there wasn't a separation between the two. I start realizing people who are having a difficult time coming to Jesus because of the law, it's because it, it does they're not regenerated. Right. And so if it could have been gospel and they still would have a hard time coming yeah, because right, it's right. still law to them, yeah, right, right? Right. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbors yourself. That's an imperative. That's a command. Right. Do that, yeah, right? right? I can't do it. I hate it. I'm not gonna do yeah. it. Well, right? and when you yeah, know, God has to give us a new heart. So God has so my thing is like, what is this producing? Because this is this is the foundation that is leading to other weak things inside of Christianity. And I think it affects our politics. Oh, I think man. it affects how yep. we, yep. I, we don't, I mean, guys, we can't even understand what a righteous man looks like. Right. We don't know what that looks like. Right. You know, we don't have any idea. We don't know what elders look like. We're, we're looking at the, we're at the point now in this SBC where they're talking about ordaining a woman as a president. Right. Yeah. You know, that was even a conversation. I know. Like yep. that shouldn't even been said. Yep. Everybody should have stoned that guy. <laughs> Are you crazy? And that's because yeah. you read the Old Testament yeah, too much. But, yeah, but I'm saying this is producing a certain type of of yeah. Christianity that we don't want is not going to end up well for us at the right. end of the day. Yeah. But but God. here's the thing: you you unhitch uh, the Old Testament from the New Testament. You're unhitching Jesus from the Father. Yeah. Andy, if you want to come on, we'd love to have yeah. you. I love to, for you to make this. I love to be wrong about this. I right. love to be wrong yeah. about this. I love to see him walk it back. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, say I said it wrong. I yeah. said I was that was not right. The whole sermon, not just a clip. Yeah, all yeah, of it. Yeah. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. That's law, by the way. I don't know if you know. That's an old yeah, we command. Yeah. Where, where, where's that quote coming from? <laughs> feast. Go feast.